Welcome to the Creatives Experience Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Isaac Whedon. On each episode, I will be speaking with artists and bringing you in on their life, faith, and creative experience. I'm excited for you to be joining us today. Thank you for listening. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I have the opportunity to speak to a friend named Josh. He's all the way out in the south part of America. We've been getting to know each other these past few weeks. He's been a huge encouragement to me, and I'm very stoked to have you guys join in with us for today's episode. Josh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, bro? Yeah, man. Dude, thanks so much for including me in on this. I'm excited. So my name is Josh Grant. I'm in South Florida for what people... People outside of South Florida, we just call it South Florida, but specifically I'm in the West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale area, about an hour north of Miami. And uh, the weather is great here most of the time. (laughs) Your weather most of the time from what I hear from you. Let's not talk about Chicago, bro. All right. So what do you do, bro? What do you, what do you, uh, man? So that's a good uh, thing for people to know about you. I'm a Mm -hmm. drug dealer and. Uh, I love I love introducing that. Um, no, seriously though, I I work for Costco. I work in the pharmacy, and I've uh, been doing that working in the pharmacy now for almost nine years. Wow, I didn't even know that. So you are a drug dealer. Yeah, wow, I'm a drug that's, dealer. that's a that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow, I'm a drug dealer in Boca Raton, Florida, with all the rich people. Right on. We got a lot of returning that's customers. That's where the money's at. Awesome. And so within your, because aside yeah. aside how you make money, uh, what is the, what is it that you do creatively? A hundred percent. Yeah, that pays the bills. Um, yeah. During my time here, I also had a stint where I was involved with youth ministry at my local church for almost 12 years, six of which I was a youth pastor. And uh, man, what a great opportunity it was. Had the uh, opportunity to learn so much teaching through so much of the Bible over the course of six years. Mm. And, uh, but it was during that time that I was in youth ministry that we're, we're talking now going back to about 2007. And I was just frustrated with the emergence of social media and YouTube and all this content and all the youth, how much they were already starting to consume it back then, let alone now. And, um, there was lots of good stuff coming out, but it was hard to find the good stuff. It was really easy to find the bad stuff because like most emerging technologies, the bad uh, culprits like jump into it really quickly. And so I just had this idea and this desire to create kind of like a Christian MTV, I guess you would say this is the easiest. It'd be a content creator that's creating relevant content for the youth that sole purpose was not to necessarily like lead to a Bible study because being a youth pastor, there was a lot of great content for me as a youth pastor to teach my youth, but there wasn't a lot of great content out there for after the youth left the church. Oh, okay. And so I wanted to create something that youth pastors could use as ammunition that they could show their youth and the youth would like instantly like connect with it because it, it it looked like the things that they were accustomed to looking at and it spoke their language, but it had a much deeper meaning to it. So even the name Sound Seekers, which is this uh, music blog that I started back in the day, uh, the, the true name of sound that I'm talking about is something firm, something solid. 
So it's sound seekers. Awesome. Cool, bro. Yeah, that's that's essentially how we ran into each other because yep. you are very much so active on Instagram and things like that. And uh, I started noticing as I started to enter this new oh, community, I suppose you'd call it, of sure. Christian, Christian creatives or just musicians who are, are producers and, and people who are making music and hoping to glorify God and kind of just breaking out of the traditional context of worship music and kind of like stepping into, uh, you know, EDM, hip hop, different things that are being made, which is super encouraging that that's taking place because for, for the longest time, especially in the beginning, I didn't think that existed, mm-hmm. you know, and so running into a page, like a blog, like you've been running was super encouraging to me to know, oh my gosh, there's there's people doing this. Like, you know, I, I'm not by myself in this. I, I, I'm not alone, you know? And so I'm super excited that you've been doing this, bro, because I feel like at, as of this moment, you know, in this time, you know, 2019, like there's so many opportunities for the body of Christ to step up and do things creatively more than ever, I would say. Oh. And the fact that we have all these, you know, not only opportunities, but we have these resources and tools and, and ultimately God can provide even things that aren't even out yet, aren't even available yet, you know, and us being able to cultivate community around art has been super cool, bro. So I've been really encouraged with what you've been doing with Soundseeker. So in a sense, for people who have who've never ran across Soundseekers, let's say on Instagram, uh, what, how, how would you kind of uh, yeah, how would you explain that? What what is Sound Seekers and how did it really come to life? What what was the inspiration behind that? It uh, again was create something that could hold the youth's attention that mm. wasn't demeaning towards women, destroying their soul. That actually had faith, hope, um, meaning, and fun and, and fun because Good. it's it's okay to have fun. Everything uh, doesn't need to just be a worship song about. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is super important and we need to have that. But I believe that God has a monopoly on truth. So as long as truth is being spoken, that is um, uplifting and encouraging and not discouraging that there's a message at the end of it that leads to hope, then we want to get a chance to meet those people and then produce their music. That's another big, big thing is that everything that we put on our page is made by someone that I've spoken to personally. Cool. Which awesome. many music blogs don't work that way. They go by what the music sounds like and they promote it if they like how it sounds. I need to like how it sounds, but I also want to know the person and mm-hmm. develop a long-term relationship with them, which requires a lot more time and effort and energy on my part. But I believe that the rewards in that will happen long-term. That's good. Instead of kind of just a, a quick short term effect of oh, I'm just taking someone's music, putting it up because it's there's already so many doing that, yeah. right? There's so many people already doing that, so you're really not creating anything new. But when you can build relationships, and this is what I've been talking with, talking about through the last few episodes, is really just like encouraging creatives as a whole, especially artists who are making music. Man, you better be making friends. Like you have to be making friends. Like if you're not making friends in this realm of creativity, then you're not going to do this on your own. You know, like you genuinely need community to help you, to help you grow, to help you step into new avenues that you maybe have never had the opportunity to, or even just being able to take advantage in a positive way, take advantage of say another artist's uh, network, 
you know, where, where, where you could collab with somebody and, and you're now seen by a whole group of people that have never, never seen you. Yep. And so that's super cool that you've been doing it, man. And so I, I know you've, you've shared with me before how, how sound seekers really came, but so you grew up in Brazil, right? You're born and yep. raised in Brazil. Yep. Right. And now how many I'm years did you were you right now? Kind of yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> uh, how many, yeah. How many years were you there before you came? So I was actually, my parents were missionaries. They went to Brazil in the seventies and I was born and raised in Brazil, studied at an American Christian school in Brazil. So the next question that I get many times is like, Oh, do you play soccer? Because you grew up mm. in Brazil. And then I have to say, <laughs> unfortunately, no, I went to an American school <laughs> where they glorified basketball more than soccer. Uh, and uh, I would have probably done a lot better if I would have stuck with soccer over basketball. No doubt. Wow. I'm, I'm a little bit short for basketball, but still yeah. Love it. yeah. So, so you grew up, you grew, how many years were you out there? Uh, for? Almost 20 years in Brazil. 20. Oh my gosh. Wow. And then, 19, and then your, but your parents, 19, were, but your parents were, were your parents American? Like born yeah, in America? Yeah, from Michigan. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Hence your complexion. I'm like, yeah. White Caucasian, Asian, American, American. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan right. area. Like they're American. Yeah. Cool, man. So we're, we'd technically closer to each other if you're, if you're still in Michigan. We'd be quite yeah, close yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Awesome, bro. And so you mentioned to me before how you used to make what mixtapes on like yeah. cassette players is well, that that's right giving away a little bit of my age. not to show your age bro <laughs> yeah i was making cassette mixtapes in high school and i wasn't the hustler i wasn't thinking of like oh let me make a bunch of these and like sell them um i was thinking like oh here listen to this and then people are like oh i like this i'm like oh yeah i like this yeah it's good stuff huh and like they'd be like oh can i can you make me a copy and so i was concerned about influencing people's listening behaviors and so um i mean that goes way back to like eighth grade probably wow i was doing that and i still need to like uproot my parents house up in south carolina they we've since moved from brazil sold everything in brazil and um i'm almost positive that i have some cassette mixtapes that i made at my parents house in south carolina uh, how crazy would it be for you to kind of flip them and, and put them on SoundCloud later? You yeah, know? <laughs> I mean, they're not anything special. I mean, they're songs that are like anyone can like listen to off of Spotify. And it wasn't yeah. like I was creating a podcast, but I would love to have like the physical tape with like my handwriting on it, you know? That'd be cool. That'd be cool, bro. Huh. Interesting. And so you've had this love for music for a long time now. And I just kind of want to package, you know, what you're doing yep. for the people listening. Uh, you've been having this passion for, for music for a long time, but you're not a musician. Right. No. Right. So, so, so you can, you can have a love for something, but not necessarily do it. Right. It's okay. It's okay for doing that. And there's actually a huge necessity for people such as yourself that aren't the ones actually creating, but have been spending time studying and observing and analyzing, let's say, how music culture has been taking place, how it's been changing, how music distributions has been changing, how so many things have been influenced over the last even five, 10 years, where it's just been absolutely drastic difference mm-hmm. in even how people are consuming music. Um, and so you actually had very much influenced my last album release. We had a, yeah. a good phone call and you were talking to me about something that really was or is slightly revolutionary. Would you kind of want to unpack that for yeah, people? So I, there is no reason in this day and age that any, 
I would I would go as far as to say even an artist with 500,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, mm-hmm. I would even challenge them with the idea of never releasing more than one song at a time. Awesome. So it doesn't mean – now, again, that doesn't mean you can't release an album. I'm saying never release more than one song at any given time. And the kickback that I get from many artists when I talk to them all the time, they're like, well, but like I recorded these over season and like there's a story and there's these intros and there's these, these outros and it's like a body yeah. of work and I want to create this art piece. I'm like, okay, fine. Who won album of the year at the Grammys this year? Mm-hmm. And like no one can really tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's because the vast majority of music that you consume, you don't consume it as an album. People can name like one, maybe two that they've listened to at any given time because there's so much music being put out there and it's so easy to grab it and it's so easy to listen to different varieties. I mean, back in the day, music, we had like four genres of music. I mean, you know, just since the 2000s, there's been like subgenre of subgenre of subgenre of subgenre of subgenre of music. Endless, endless. And so like there's Spotify said there's 20,000 songs being uploaded to Spotify per day. So again, I say all the artists, why the heck would you release more than one song at a time? So if they say like, Oh, but it's, I'm like, so release one song a day for an entire week, release one song a day for an entire month. If it's like a project that you want to make. The thing is when you release your last song, you can group everything all together. Word. And then so that anybody in the future after that, they can listen to it as a full body of work. But as you're releasing it, you shouldn't be releasing it as three singles and then the project. Word. You know? Word. I hear your cat totally agrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, so as you had shared that with me, you know, I was literally on the brink of like finishing up my album. And it was like my first album, like my first musical album where I dropped a poetry album before, but nobody would ever listen to poetry album. Um, it was just kind of like, hey, I'm putting this out just so I have stuff. This is what I've been working on. And as there's nothing wrong I was with that. coming. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I just I just had to be ready to know that, like, hey, no one's going to go on SoundCloud and look up like uh or not Spotify and look up, you know, spoken word album like that. That just that's that was done. But anyway. As, as you had shared with me, you know, your insight on that, I was like, you know what? I mean, that makes sense. Like I have, I have barely any listeners that listen to me, you know, so for all you producers and, and, and writers out there that have a very low count right now, doesn't matter. It will always be there. But as of right now, like, let's say you don't have too many people checking out your stuff and it's like the amount of time you put in to put that album together, it is genuinely a waste if, if you vomit it all at once. And, and and like you're, and this is what really broke it through for me was you're like, bro, think about how much time people are willing to put in to listen to something. I mean, seconds, seconds. Mm -hmm. And I want them to listen for 25 minutes straight. Are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Like people have a hard time watching shows on Netflix, let alone uh, listening to an album for 25 minutes to somebody they don't even know. And if the first few seconds aren't exactly what they're looking for, that they won't be happy about, you know? So it's like that really broke it down for me. And so I genuinely don't have a plan for the future to ever drop in a big multiple uh, track project. I just, 
I got like a gang of singles and I'm just going to be pounding those out. Like, man, if you could drop, let's put it this way. The amount of time that people put in to put together an album will take months, Mm -hmm. usually. And they'll like take like maybe two months to promote it. They'll drop one single here, one single here, you know. But I look at it this way, man, if you scratch that and just say, hey, I'm going to drop a single every two weeks for the whole year. That's interesting. Oh, let me see if he can actually do that. Yeah, or or let's see if maybe he'll have a song that I actually like this time. Yeah. You know, because not everybody's going to like your tracks. That's just bad. Like, just because I enjoy it doesn't mean you're going to enjoy it. And so it's like, if you could keep putting stuff out, and this is what I've been realizing is the difference between like me and some of my friends is like, I'm I'm not too crazy about like quality over quantity. And that, there's totally different perspectives. Now on I this, speak you know? in my language. Yep. Yeah. But I, I I believe if you keep maintaining, putting stuff out, putting st- you're going to get there. Like, and people get to see that journey. Like, man, I remember last year, like you were doing good, but now this stuff is like, wow, bro. Because you're like, the man. one putting in all the work. Exactly. So you're going to improve. And I hear that all the time. People like go back a year and they, and I'm like, dude, I still kind of like, like that song. Oh no, 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 man. Uh, I've, I've matured so much as an artist Word. since that song, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. because they're the ones putting in the work. So yeah. quantity, uh, I say quantity is more important than quality because quality is subjective. Sheer numbers, exactly. not so anyone exactly. can look at you at the end of the year and be like, wow, you dropped what? 36 tracks this year. Wow. Like, dude, that that's really good. <laughs> like. Yeah. You didn't drop it like two projects back in like January and April. Like you consistently like had stuck to a schedule and a routine and you like did that. Like, what are your plans for next year? Oh, next year I'm going to do 46. I'm going to do 56. Boom. You know? There you go. Bingo. Then people look Bingo. at the whole body of work that you do. Like, man, this guy is determined. Yeah. This guy yeah. has. And, and then, and then there, there, there can come a time where you like reach the goal. And I'm not saying you have to stop, but like, then you could kind of chill out a little, you know, like, let's say, all right, for me, I produce music. I'd love to go on tour someday and play shows and stuff. You can't be making that much music while you're touring at the same time. That's just not how that goes. But I'm not doing any shows right now. So I got a gang of time in the studio, you know? So I think the way you had shared that with me, bro, that really kind of broke me free of the mentality that the records label have set for people when today... You don't need record labels. No, nope. you can use record yep. labels, but you don't need it. You know, you got places like Distro Kid, CD Baby, all these other spots where you could just like literally pay a few bucks and boom, file, picture, name, artist, bingo. It's everywhere. You know, yep. and it's like <laughs> this is is no competition. Well, the competition. I I I look at it this way. I don't think there should be a competition. Mm-hmm. And I shared this with somebody before was. You know, when it comes to stuff like art, like, is it, how could it be, hey, I'm better than you or this? Like, that, that, that should not exist, yeah. especially, especially if you're a born-again believer where you're, you're creating music for the glory of God. Like, there's no competition in this. This is, hey, guys, like, we're doing this together. Like, mm-hmm. we're making music together. We're trying to glorify God together, you know? And if, if we could maintain that, bro... I think that would be awesome. But unfortunately, in the world, that's not the way it looks. You know, we got awards for this. You got to do this and this. And um, it's, But it's, I challenge I the notion of the, Gra- of the Grammys. I don't, I don't think the Grammys will be around for that many more years. 
Okay. Many more years, meaning maybe 10, 15. Yeah. Say some more about that. What do you, what do you mean about that? Why, why don't you I think? mean, at, go to, again, I spent a lot of time in youth ministry and mm. I would watch the Grammys, but I would ask the kids if they saw the Grammys, they're like, they saw some highlights on Facebook, on Instagram, not on right. Facebook because they're not on Facebook. They saw some highlights on Instagram or on Snapchat or something like that. They consumed it that way. It's just, it's just going to be a diploma and getting a plaque. It's the same reason why YouTube gives people like the YouTube thing when they hit like a million subscribers or something, you know, Uh, like the whole like award show. I mean, they're not tuning in. They're not really concerned about it. Um, That's old school. (laughs) they, they, They care that their most famous YouTuber that they watch picked up a song and like put it on their vlog or something, you know? Like, oh, my, this artist was featured on so-and-so. Like, thank you about that. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So within everything that you've been observing and, and looking at and stuff, what is an expectation that you have for, like, the new wave of Christian artists that is, I believe, on the rise right now? Uh, well, we talked a little bit on it in the sense that I believe that it's that. It's artists. Back in the day, the very common and popular thing was bands. What does a band do? A band gets together and plays music. They're a band. They didn't have to be good on camera. They had to be like, have a good stage presence, right? They didn't have to be speak well. They didn't have to like make art. They had people for that because every artist back in the day was all signed to a label. So they had people to do those things. They didn't have to give the personal touch uh, and like a comment or comment back to a fan. They didn't have to do any of that stuff. So in this day and age, it's what you said. It's an artist. And an artist to me is different than a band. An artist means they do multiple things. So if you consider yourself a musician artist, the the musician is going to be far more difficult for a musician to succeed. Hmm. If they're an artist, even if they're a drummer, right? They don't sing. They don't produce. They're just a drummer. But if they're a drummer that's an artist, they can still create a brand around them. There's even like some bands, I mean, you look back to the old days of uh, Guns N' Roses and Slash. Mm. Slash, like a lot of people remember him because he created a look and an image, a style. He was always famous for these big, huge hats, you know, that like, oh, that's Slash. Because he branded himself. He was an artist. He wasn't just a guitar player. That's a good note, man. That's good. And 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 there's so much more that is expected now of artists, right? Like there's so much more work. You know, like yeah, like yeah, I make music, but man, I realized like, man, I need to start making content now. Like I have to make videos now. I have to know how to edit videos. I have to have a good camera now. I have to like, it's a lot of work, man. And, and, and especially if you hope to do more than just like one thing, you know, I like, I, for example, we're doing a podcast right now. Yeah. I've, I feel very passionate about being a podcaster. If, is that the word? Yeah podcaster all right i think this would be great but in the beginning when i was making music i never thought of doing this you know what i'm saying but within the uh process of learning okay i need to be doing this if people you know this is what people want this is how you need to go about it but also i want to glorify god within all before i'm trying to impress people so ultimately i need to i need to 
get in the lane that God has prepared for me. And within being an artist, I believe each of us are have been designed a specific lane. And sometimes you need to try a bunch before you find it. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool, man. So what are some like like three artists you'd like promote right now uh, or some three artists that you I know it's very hard for you because you have a lot of friends that that are artists uh, or that you think are yeah. doing really well. What are some some people that you think many others won't know about that you would encourage them to check out? Well, there's this producer that I know in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Besides him, let me see. Um, no, but uh, so, ah, man, it's going to sound biased, but like it, it's got to be this this group, this collective called Ecclesia. I know you've already worked cool. with them yep. um, a bit. And it's, Again, I've spoken to so many different artists around the country and I try to understand what they're doing and what's, what's in the pipeline for them. And gosh, like no, no artist that I know has probably a more promising pipeline than Andrew of the band Ecclesia. Because what people don't know, this kid is an artist this yeah. kid is a fashion designer. He's a graphic designer. He edits videos. He's a marketing major. He's got, he's finished, he just finished his junior year at uh, Palm Beach Atlantic University here in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, out of everywhere in the United States or in the world that this kid could have been, because I, I would have still found him if he was anywhere else, because I, I look and I dig. But just yeah. the fact that this guy was like in my backyard and that we've been able to really grow a brotherhood and a friendship like we've traveled this year we went to utah together we've been over to tampa together this year you know so we've been traveling we've been doing life together uh, i was just with him last night and um man the guy's heart is so in the right place and his um passion to like engage culture with you know deeper meaning and conviction of the holy spirit and and Jesus is just crazy. And uh, what another lot of people think that people don't know is that he already was flown to Nashville, all expense paid for three days last summer by capital. Wow. So like they already have a super eye on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so the artwork that he creates, anyone that lands on their Instagram page knows like, wow. Um, the sound doesn't sound like anything else out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, you know, having capital already showing interest in him, like there's so much going in their thing, favor. Thing. So Ecclesia, for those of you guys who have never heard of Ecclesia, the, the way they spell is E-C-C-L-E-S-I-A. Yes. And you could just, and then on their Instagram would be stand up Ecclesia. Yeah. And what, what I've, what I do love about what they've been doing is really just uh, encouraging the body of Christ to step up and. I believe this is a this is a Holy Spirit led message that I feel many people are starting to really walk with is we need to we need to we need to bring revival to our 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 lives and the people around us because revival essentially starts with you. It it doesn't start with other people. It start it's it first starts in you and then you continue the fire that God has placed in you to continue to ignite it everywhere else. So, um, awesome, bro. And it, give me like one more, one more well, artist. Well, oh, okay, still go ahead. still go ahead. on that, on that note of Ecclesia, what was funny is like when I discovered them and their, in their name, 
I was already had like this super passion just for that name because I had heard an Andy Stanley message that he said that in the original language, uh, well, sorry, the, the English word for church that we call church came from a German word, which meant sacred and holy place. Hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And then he said, on top of that, the original language that the Bible was written in, in the Greek and in the Hebrew, the word that we have substituted for sacred and holy place was not talking about a place, but more so a gathering. Mm. Mm. And so what I feel like America's biggest problem and many other countries around the world is, is that that is our problem. We think that church is a sacred and holy place and we emphasize a place in a schedule, in a routine, and we don't emphasize people. That's good. So the fact, so when I saw that name, it already made me like, whoa, wait a second, what is this all about? And then to like hear his heart and hear him speak, he speaks with so much authority and everything like that, that, you know, it, it just took it all to another level. So that's okay. Ecclesia. Everyone should go check them out. Um, another one is from New Zealand. That's Cass. Capital yeah. A-C-A-S-S, capital C-A-S-S, Cass. Um, another How old is she now? She's probably like 22. Yeah, she's a beast, yeah. man. She's a really, really good producer. So I had the opportunity to first land on her back in early 2017. And in September 2017, she actually was here in the United States. And I was able to convince her to come to Florida. Her and her mom actually stayed in my house, sat on the same couch that I'm sitting on right now. Um, and performed at my buddy's youth group. Awesome. And uh, this girl, like, man, I got to tell a story about this girl. So she was here and I took her to the Apple store. She was really strongly considering getting a new laptop. Mm. And um, she had gotten a uh, love offering from the church already. I don't know how much the love offering was, but she she was like, oh man, consider. And then the Apple girl comes up and says, Oh, also, when you buy right now, you get a free set of Beats headphones. So she's like, oh, my gosh, like this <sighs> laptop in, in New Zealand costs more money. Here I'm getting it with Beats headphones. But ultimately, she, she chose not to purchase the laptop because she said, I hadn't tithed that money that she had received yet. And she walked out of the store not having bought the laptop. Interesting. Wow. That told me so much of like what this girl thinks and what this girl believes, you know? It's good, bro. So, man, I just freaking love that story and that I was able to witness that firsthand. Um, so Christ she's God. absolutely crushing it, killing it, and she's just getting started as well. And then um, last but not least, I keep going back to this guy that I met out in California, Charlie Powers. Have you mm. heard of him? Yes, sir. Well, Man, this guy, if I've been talking to him for literally, I first heard him perform at an open mic night at a community college in Oceanside, California, back in September, 2016. I actually have content of him and T-Ross the Giant performing that live. Um, And I just went up to him afterwards, told him I was from Florida, had a music blog, started building a relationship with him. And it's been really cool to see what he's been able to do since then. But man, he's still a diamond in the rough. Like he's, he's just poised to explode right now. He just started, uh, started working on a project and helping out some with, uh, Holland 
and Holland's a big name in okay in Nashville and Christian music and stuff. So um, awesome. Be on the lookout for Charlie Powers. He's cool. So Ecclesia, Cass, and Charlie Powers will be your, your three to three to check out. And and you can pretty much find all of them if you just guys uh, hop on Spotify or SoundCloud or any of those. There's a very high chance you will find their music. Yeah. Uh, in a plug, awesome. you have to go follow our friends and family playlist on Spotify. That way I will leave go. out all the other people that I'm friends with because that playlist is that. Uh, you can also find a guy by the name of Isaac Whedon on there too. Uh, nice. Those guys are, are friends and family. <laughs> no eyes. No eyes. Yes. So friends and family spelled no eyes. And so for those of you guys who are listening who are producers who make music and do stuff like that, feel free to hit up Josh and just connect with him and, and uh, send him some of your music. And he's yep. very honest with his answers and he knows what he's looking for. And he, he, uh, he's been doing this for a while. So if, for those of you who are looking to get plugged in and network with somebody, uh, Josh is a great guy to do that with. So just wanted to make sure that you guys are able to connect. So you can find him at sound seekers. It's spelled how it's said on Instagram. Do you, do you have a website or no? We're working on it. But okay, man, cool. Awesome. No problem. No problem. All right. So aside, aside all that awesome stuff we just talked about, there's a bunch of things that I believe as an artist, sometimes we fail to see that we're doing that might not be working. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Is there something where you've seen people do recently aside, like dropping albums and stuff like mm-hmm. that, anything you've seen people doing that he's like, ah, you know what? I don't know if I'd do that. I, I, I would encourage you to maybe look at doing it this way or doing something. Is there anything else yeah. that you would discourage people from doing? They, well, they need to actually put themselves out there. Mm. I discourage them from just, putting up word posts on Instagram stories. I discourage them from just posting the album cover. I discourage them from, you know, putting the Spotify link on Instagram stories to their new song. Yeah. What they need to be doing is speaking their truth and telling their story, showing their house, showing the supermarket that they go, showing what their favorite snack is, showing what their favorite restaurant spot is, showing what their favorite uh, you know, what type of sneakers are they team Adidas? Are they team Nike? You know, uh, you know, like bring people into your life. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, but people aren't interested about it. Yeah, they are. People will watch people. Will watch. Yeah. People, people, people slide through stories, bro. I find myself sometimes just like mindlessly going through stories on people's pages that I would not even really imagine I'd go to. I probably would never go to their profile, but somehow you know, follow them at some point, da, 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 and then you're just flying through stories and then you run. Or even for if you were to look at your own stories and see who's checking out your stories, you're like, oh my gosh, these people look at my stuff? Mm-hmm. What? This is crazy. Cool. So for all you artists out there, be vulnerable yep. in a nutshell. Be vulnerable. Let people see what's going on. Because if they can see kind of the background behind what is taking place, how much more are they willing to invest in you with their time? Like, man, they, they're getting to know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could see somebody every day, you feel like you know them. Yes. And therefore, your music will have a greater context in the listener's life. Mm, and then that way, when you do post the cover art and the Spotify yeah. link, it's not like, oh, my gosh, this guy just promotes his own music. Yeah, yeah. You know, selfish. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. So aside discouragement, 
let's do some encouragement and we're in a like rough 60 second time frame. Let's say this is one of the last things that you could leave on this earth to people who are creatives who are making music. What not just music, but creative as a whole, like 60 seconds or less. What, how can you, what would you encourage people with in regarding to pursuing a creative lifestyle? I tell people VPP vision, plan, and purpose. No matter what it is that you want to create, you must have vision, plan, and purpose first. Once you have that, you won't get sucked in and worry about likes and comments or anything because you'll view every piece of content that you create as a piece of the puzzle that leads to the ultimate story, which is what God is doing in your life and what God will do in the end. Mm. If you have vision, plan, and purpose. Everything is, Spot on, everything is a piece of the puzzle. Spot on. I like that. Hmm. Very cool. I never really thought of it like that. Keeping it simple. Awesome, bro. So uh, what is, because you've obviously been doing Sound Seekers for a while now, and you've been spending some time on that. And so let's say the next five years, what's your vision with that? What's Because obviously you spend so much time with this. You really invest your time and, and, and energy into people, mm-hmm. such as myself and other people. So what, because I know you've shared this with me, but just so people know kind of rough idea. What do you hope for the next like four or five years? So I hope that sound seekers could become, uh, a new version kind of a, of a media media company type thing, creating original content. Um, I would love to be able to have, uh, cause we have a lot of different videographers that we've built relationships with as well. So I'd love to be able to create short films featuring the artists that we promote made by the videographers that we've met through Instagram and along the journey. Um, Because I mean, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Apple, all of these people are going to be pouring more and more money going out there looking for content creators. And uh, I believe that if we can build a community and we have an audience, we have a small audience right now, but if we can continue to bring value to people in bite-sized form, hopefully it'll, it'll lead to bigger size of that will lead to then banquets and we'll have a strong audience so that then we, when we make the same content that we've always made, but because of our audience, we'll attract the uh, attention of a Netflix, of a Hulu or something like that. And then we can really get a huge amplification of content. But I mean, that's for sound seekers. The interesting thing about just starting and doing sound seekers is that it's led to me starting a nonprofit and also starting a company. So with two other friends of mine, we have a full service digital agency where we do branding websites, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn ads, um, graphics, logos, social media, content creation, all of that stuff. And, um, and the reason why we're able to do that is because myself and one of my partners has spent so much time inside of Instagram and we believe that there was value that we could do and to help businesses. Mm. So we've been able to go out. We have about seven different businesses right now that are paid clients. And uh, the goal is hopefully by the end of 2019 that I could be dropped down to at least part-time at Costco, awesome. which would then give me even more time to do something that I'm passionate about, which is dabble in these areas of social media and help businesses and grow audiences and increase attention and give the right people the attention. That's the company. Then on the nonprofit side of things, 
I started this thing called Soundwave Community with two very close and dear friends of mine, which is like a nonprofit, which is geared at, it started as a bunch of people in the living room as a small group, but now we're averaging around 80 to 90 people. And we have local businesses that are opening up their facility for us after hours and allowing us to basically create a whole concert worship night experience in their business. Um, and just like breaking the mold. It is not a small group. It is not a worship night. It is not a church service. It is none of those things. It is something completely new and different. And, uh, we're going after revival and transformation and people are leaving changed, which is Mm. crazy. We've been able to see testimonies from people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So just kind of tapping into your spiritual life. Uh, why, why have you decided to choose to follow Christ? Like, you know, obviously you, you, you spend a majority of your time, you know, helping Christian artists, all this stuff. So why, why Jesus for you? Well, going back to a little bit of my, of my age, it's just funny how the older you get, the more you're able to look back at the things and you're like, dude, like there's Jesus all over it. You know, mm, like, that's mm. not coincidence. That's, I mean, my wife is a three-time cancer survivor. Um, to see, you know, everything that she's been through and still not, you know, and still be head held high because she says the time that she's felt the closest to Jesus and hearing his voice while she was going through like the worst of the worst. Yeah. And yet we as believers, we don't ever want to be put in the worst of the worst. It's like, you get to feel Jesus in a way like you don't ever feel yep. Jesus, you know? Yep, yep. If yep. you truly seek his face Amen. and not like inwardly look at yourself. And it's not to like, I mean, it was definitely a hard blow for her for sure. You yeah. know? But uh, she learned so much. Praise God. Awesome, bro. So you've been you've been uh, following Christ for a while now, and it's just been really a journey that you'd love to bring people in on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's essentially what we're called to do, right? We're called to disciple people and help them walk into this life with Christ, man. It's beautiful. I'm a very right here kind of guy. I don't really have any secrets. I mm-hmm. uh, share a, a lot, thoughts, dreams, you know, and I just throw everything out there. And, um, you're, you're visionary that way. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> and that way, when those things happen, God can yeah. be glorified. And if they don't happen, it's because I'm, I'm still waiting, you know, like mm-hmm. there's something else that he has better because I believe with complete and utter confidence that he has best intentions in store for me without a shadow of a doubt, best intentions. Awesome. So when I don't get things my way, it's like, oh, because he, he's got something better. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that time and time again in my life where I wanted something at a certain time or a certain place. And then I didn't get it. And then afterwards you get something else and you're like, oh, that's why you're good. You're good. You're good. I could, I could ditto that really well, bro. Absolutely. So, like, awesome, I told man. you, you think you know, but you don't. <laughs> you need to trust me. Yeah. You just need to trust me. Awesome. Josh, this has been awesome, bro. Thank you so much for your willingness to just chop it up with me and um, just kind of let people get to know you as well as kind of get some insight on what, it, you know, somebody who runs a music blog, you know, and this is the beauty I love behind 
this podcast is it's focused on creatives as a whole and and creativity isn't limited to a specific craft you know like creative creativity is vast and so I'm really excited to have the opportunity to speak more people who are doing things for the creative community and in the creative community and aren't necessarily like the ones making the music or, you know, like aren't the ones like making the fancy stuff, just making like, you're like the oil in a machine, you know, really making things turn and, and, and helping people get to where they need to be, bro. And I think that's amazing. Thanks, man. It's encouraging. It's amazing. Awesome. Praise God. So what I've been doing each episode is I uh, have us just pray us out. If you'd be so kind to bro, if you feel up to it, uh, just to pray for listeners, man, and just kind of um, ask God to bless them and encourage them in whichever way you feel led to. And then I'll just pray for you, bro. And I will uh, outro us out and you'll have some, uh, you can enjoy the rest of your All right. Awesome. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now and um, just thank you so much for um, inspiring us to create and use things that many times man wants to use for evil, uh, that we can redeem these things. And, and the, the people who you gifted the ability to create technology, to create um, the internet and make relationships with people that we would otherwise never meet and build brotherhood and relationships with. So I, I thank you so much for Isaac and his life and the encouragement and inspiration that he's been in my life. And I just pray that you continue to pour fresh, fresh anointing on him as he continues to create in podcast form and video form and music form and, uh, and then his business as well. Lord God, I just pray for uh, your blessings to continue to be poured upon him in a rich and powerful way. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. God, I thank you for everybody that had the opportunity to tune into our conversation. Lord, continue to bless them and, and just push them into the direction that you want for them to go. Um, I just left up Josh. God, I just thank you so much for just the friendship that we've been able to build. Lord, I just ask you to continue to provide for him financially. Lord, continue to press him into new avenues and, and, and new things that he isn't aware of that you've been preparing for him. Um, new relationships, God, new connections, and, and just be able to be a encouragement to other creatives who are doing things for your kingdom father i thank you for his life god you know everything that is going to take place in the next few weeks um just give him peace and and uh, let him enjoy just a daily presence with you i say all this in jesus name amen amen Amen. Awesome. Hey guys, for everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning in. This whole podcast was brought to you by my book, One Day Closer to Becoming Who You've Been Created to Be. A shameless input on my... Uh, you can do that. <laughs> on it's your my, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do it, right? Yeah, but seriously though, guys, if you're interested in kind of finding out a little bit more about what I've been doing, you could find a book, uh, my book on Amazon, as well as uh, in print form and in ebook form. And I am in the works of Thank you, Josh, for pushing me to do this and to get the audio yes. done as well. I was going to say, leave a comment below. I've been, I've been slacking on that a little bit. Or tweet him or something, guys. <laughs> like, say you want the audio book just like I do. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much, bro. This has been a pleasure. And I will, I look forward to letting this one release, man. Thank you so much for your time. That's what's up, man. Have a good one. Praise God. Talk to you soon. Peace.